not nice as a correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. You're listening to Escape Podcast. My name is Cameron Haug. I'm Justin Lindsay. And I'm Angel Merton. And special guest star today is my bird, Kiwi. He'll be kind of silent tonight. Uh, He's going to (laughs) be helping us out with a little bit of the interpretation of all we're going to be talking about today, which will be predominantly The Rise of Skywalker, the ninth episode in the saga, and probably a movie with a bit of a hiatus from Disney. Because you know they say it's the last of the saga, but I'm fairly certain they're always going to be planning something to make more fucking money out of it. I yes. mean, usually. That's so, what it works. It open, so. <laughs> if, if we follow common trends, 10 years for another trilogy. But that don't count on it kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. 10 years, that's a long time. Now, it's been a hot minute True. since we've done any episode. And I do apologize for that, guys. We've just been really fucking lazy. And there's no excuse for that well, except for that. it's not just necessarily lazy. We all have lives going on. Yeah. And uh, it's been holiday season. You know, the holidays. Season. Okay, let me rephrase. I've been really fucking lazy. Where'd he go, bum? Yeah, no, I know. What a bum. No, he's not. He's been making serious gains. He's looking sick. Aw, thanks, guys. They're veiny <laughs> <So> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bum. Ripples. Um, but stuff we haven't talked about beforehand, which we definitely should have done before, it, at least mentioning, is Mandalorian, which oh has come gosh. out since we it's so took our hiatus. And uh, I guess the introduction of all of these goddamn Baby Yoda memes <laughs> Which I am all about, but like it's overbearing at this point, and it just doesn't stop. I'm expecting it to die any second, and it just keeps going with new episodes. But I, I can't wait to find out the baby Yoda's like Sith. Oh, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. That's kind of the rumor that people have been kind of concocting is that the things that he's doing, like the force choke and like the healing of the body. Well, the healing like of that. the body is, is definitely a Sith power. Yeah, and so is a force choke. Yeah. I mean, Ray did it, so. Yeah, Sith power. I know. Oh, shit. I forgot. I think she, <laughs> she said, I forgot. Right, and so did we'll Kylo. So did Kylo duality. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, anyways, that's kind of the rumor. So, this cute little itty bitty thing, little Yoda. All right, is that, is that what we got to talk about for Mandalorian? <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's an amazing cool. plot, and I can't wait to reveal the guy's face if they Dave do Filoni it all. Dave Filoni is phenomenal. Oh, yeah, fantastic. I, just, I mean... Wasn't he the guy that was... Uh, he, he was the Rebels, creator Rebels. Head of director for all the Star Wars uh, Expanded Anime. Universe writing? All the animation stuff, yeah. All the animation yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, so Clone Wars, uh, Rebels... And, uh, do we oh, have confirmation? H- Hidalgo was the guy in, in control. Pablo Hidalgo. Pablo Hidalgo was the guy in control of all but the writing. But this is Favreau's baby. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is Favreau's baby, but Filoni's been involved with it yeah. as well. well Fa- Filoni's kind of like the, the George Lucas of... I was, um, I watched yeah. Kevin Smith's podcast. He came back from his tour. He went out and toured his Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. He came back, and it said Rise of Skywalker, but he went to the premiere. And so he didn't, like, tell anything, but he did say that he looked at Jon Favreau, and he's like, this Baby Yoda thing. And John, he's like, did you create that? Was that you? And he's like... Yes. Yeah. So that was all Favreau, man. Like, I really... Like, you started a fucking craze, it's, bro. Yeah, dude, seriously. Disney has been... How, how the fuck have they not released an entire slew of Baby Yoda dolls for Christmas? I don't understand that. Uh, they, they know that everyone wants it, and they just haven't made them yet. What is going on with that? I don't know. Maybe it was kind of like the original situation with the, the big ears. They had to buy, pre-order them and wait for them to come out back in the day when they made them. I don't know. First movie. Uh, now, uh, of course... A few complaints I've heard about this film that don't come from me, 
but people whom I've simply been conversing with that, you know, a lot of the characters in, in the story has been for merchandising. And we've seen this as a common trend since Return of the Jedi. And that shouldn't be like a unique <coughs> yeah, thing for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, does that does that make it, No, it doesn't. Jedi Speaking of which, no, of course not. No. Well, I mean, the Ewoks did detract. But they're the turning of the tides that the Emperor Warren isn't expecting. So the reason they won was because, you know, the Ewoks. Anyway, um... The, the Red Stormtroopers introduction, which was very, like, it was not as pronounced as the Praetorian Guards in also, Last Jedi. Also, the uh, Knights of Ren was not as, like... Is that what they called, though? That yeah, was the, right? yeah, the, the, Sith, the, the black ones that were with the black... No, I'm talking about the Red Stormtroopers. Oh. Sorry. Kind of they're not... Are they Sith Troopers? Are they going to be I Sith Troopers so. since they're on the Sith fleet? I guess so, right? Isn't that what happened? Yeah. I mean, I, I they, they look just like First Order, uh, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, First Order troopers, just with a red coat. Order. Yeah, the, the yeah. final order. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, man. Yeah, the Knights of Ren were as spectacular as everyone made them out to be. Well, because they, they, they talked it up for two movies, and they're like, oh, it's just a ragtag baseball I will, team. Here's what I will say. This is my feeling on this. Yeah, everyone was bitching about fan service. This is the end of the saga, supposedly. You better line that motherfucker up with fan, with fan service. service. Of course. You better bring back, and I'm going to tell you, you better bring back every single thing you possibly can at the end of that thing, as long as it fits within the story. Well, I bitch about fan service, though. But, you know what? Are you not a fucking fan? Yeah. <laughs> well, after well, last year, we really, lost a lot. It's really so funny man. because I was reading an article specifically about that, how they were upset about you know like the the critics were really like oh yeah last jedi so awesome and the fans were like garbage and then this movie the critics are like uh it's not so great and the fans are like this is great so you know what fuck a critic because evidently they don't know what they're talking about yeah this was a star this was poor fans or we're all wrong and no. they, they know what's... I don't, I don't think the Rotten Tomato score tells you. Like, it's it's at like 80-something The discrepancy. For fans, right? So you're, you're basically looking at... Well, like, I think a big problem with fans and why this film is so much better than Last Jedi, which more recently, I've kind of come to realization and just how I much I actually didn't like the film. I still like it, but Jedi. it's less than I had talked about originally in our Last Jedi podcast. It's one of my least watched Star Wars films. Yeah, I know. You, we went you back and watched it. all of them before we went and saw the movie, and I'm going to tell you, my husband, Ben, goes, you guys, I don't know about that Last Jedi movie. It wasn't that good. Like, And I'm like, I don't know if I could rewatch it again. You know, like I watched it again, but I don't know if like it wouldn't be on the regular rotation. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I watch it from time to time, but the problem with that film was that it leaves you in the belly of the whale, the lowest point of the story, and there's not a lot of hope or ground, which is completely rebounded in this next film, The Rise of Skywalker, which is what we were asking for Ryan Johnson to do in the first place and we didn't receive, which is why I think so many people had a bitter taste in their mouth for two consecutive fucking years because they didn't have that resolution and now they do. And I think that's why so many people like Rise of Skywalker and still hate Last Jedi. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's not necessarily that we hate Last <laughs> Jedi. I just don't think Ryan Johnson oh, did the trilogy, or you know, did the did it service. You know yeah, what I mean? I think uh, the the biggest thing was um, JJ's a fan. He is a fan. JJ's. I don't think he did fan service. I think he did himself service. He was like, "This is what I want to see. I'm gonna fucking make it." And Ryan Johnson was like. You know what, and even, I don't think hurt. he's got any qualms about exactly what he did. Yeah. I think he he did what he had to do. Yeah. And he did what he thought was best. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I enjoyed it. Oh, man, it was amazing. I think uh, J.J. knew what to do because he was a fan. And he understood the way that a Star Wars movie uh, film 
it goes about things. Uh, the the biggest part with the Last Jedi, it didn't feel like a Star Wars film. Do you think that like and, there wasn't a lot of humor to me in the Last Jedi? It seemed really dismal and really dark. And oh my God, is that a holocron? Yeah. I think well, I may I'm, have that's just the next talking point myself. I have. So um, what we were talking about with JJ and how he's a huge fan. How Disney went ahead in 2014 and said, hey, you know all that Star Wars expanded universe that's completely just going to uproot it and we're going to write our own thing. J.J. stayed very true to what at least my knowledge is of ancient Sith uh, and the rule of the Sith and uh, this concept of creating a, a, a Sith fleet uh, for you know thousands of years under the rule of Palpatine to come back and eventually take over what was the rebels. Uh, uh, but so there is this ancient Sith order. Uh, where it's very confusing because there's a, a species called Sith. They look very strange, um, and they, they live they on like the Sith overlords. Yeah, they're red yeah. and orange. Um, then there's the Sith language, and then there's the Sith order. So it gets kind of confusing on which Sith is with. We actually see genuine Sith language on the dagger in Rise of Skywalker, and I have a Sith holocron <laughs> with inside of it. Oh, shut up! It opens. Inside of it you is the ancient me. text of the Book of the Sith. Where it extrapolates every single thing about exactly what J.J. was talking about before they uprooted it. And he remains so true to this. And a lot more stuff than just that. Um, so we have uh, the, the ancient order of Sorza's sign. Here's the ancient Sith language right here. This is exactly what we see on the fucking data. Right, exactly. No fucking problem. And he, he remains true to this. Um, also, a lot of stuff that they talk about in the book Darth Plagueis. You ever read that, Justin? Yeah, a long time ago, though. Oh, it's a work of art. Yeah. But... Um, the idea of essence transfer, where the yeah. Sith transfer oh, their knowledge like, so they can remain in the order of two but still progress throughout time, is exactly what we see Palpatine try to do to Rey in the order of this. Because Palpatine is the most powerful Sith Lord we've ever seen in the entire world, and he has, he has all the the, yeah. the work of order from Plagueis, Bane, yeah. Malgus, you name it. And um, sorry, I just love hearing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And he was trying to do exactly that while transferring his own soul into Ray so he could continue on living. And it was exactly what was told about in the ancient texts. And that's what we see in this film. Hey, hey, stop it. Um, and I'm, I'm super happy that J.J. included that because that was a huge fan service to very few people who have actually read that, of which I am a part of. I liked how he tied it in not only to the Skywalker saga, but how he also brought in Clone Wars, how he brought in Rebels. I'm Okay, here's the thing. That... I don't know. Did you guys hear about JJ was dropping hints about Ahsoka? Yeah, yeah. I about it. lost my mind. When I'm like, heard. where is she going to be? Like, we were looking the whole movie in crowd scenes. Like that very first crowd scene when they yeah. were doing the festival. We're like, if she's anywhere, she's in this crowd scene, and we're like looking through the crowd to see if we can find her. <laughs> well, right? You you saw her, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, you didn't see her. You heard her you voice. You heard her voice. Yeah. And you heard her voice in the Force Ghost, which we knew they were going to come. We knew there was going to be Force Ghost because Peyton Christensen was out there. He was out there promoting the movie and himself. So we, I knew that these things were coming. We I'm, knew we would see yeah. Luke again. Guys, I am very happy that I did not see a hating Christensen Forrest Ghost. And I'll tell you why. Stupid Star Wars special edition changes. Uh, and so You know what? We I'm had very a very happy. long talk about the special edition changes and I, how the movies were, like you've always said, and my husband agrees with you, they are better without the changes. Booyah. And finally, Chewbacca got a fucking medal. Oh, yeah, my, oh my God. Chewbacca's yes. Oh, that's medal. what I've been asking for for so long. Like, if you're going to make one goddamn change, at least oh, do that. You guys but, need to go to Hallmark store. You can get a medal. A Chewie medal? Yeah. 
a medal. Oh One of the medals is a, it's a hall, it's an ornament this it's year. It's beautiful. It's freaking heavy as hell. It's gorgeous. And then the opposite side, there's like Darth Vader's face and stuff. It's tight. Did did you get one already? No, I just saw it yesterday when I was at the mall. <laughs> and why did you get it? Was I don't it, know. Oh well, shit! Hold bucks. on. If we're playing show and tell, let me. No, show you. I wasn't. I don't. Oh. Hold on. You guys can talk. We haven't, we haven't seen each say. other in a while, so. No, I know. <laughs> Here's what I can say. I, we went through and we like started listening. We listened to the, the speaking, and we were talking about like who was in, the voices of the Jedi ghosts. Yeah. And Introducing we have the biggest douchebag on the planet. It's my uh, oh, for the love of Jehovah. Metal. Feel how fucking heavy this thing is. Well, it has to be. You're a bodybuilder. Yeah, dude. It's like twenty fucking pounds. Here, try it out. You better have. Oh shit. I know, right? You better have some strong neck muscles. <sighs> well, I, I actually skip neck day, dicks. believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> all that dick. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. We're not all gay. I love you. I'm <laughs> well, when you prance on stage with a looking like a rotisserie chicken in a man thong, I can kind of see why. Dude, you know why. what? Props to you for that. I'm I'm gonna give you serious props that it takes a lot of balls. So thank you. It Believe does. it or not, there isn't a lot of room down there, so no, it does technically take that. It does take a lot of. <laughs> it's a lot. No, I'm serious. It takes a lot of guts to do that, and I think you did a great job. Well, thank Good you. Good job, Cam. Good job, buddy. <sighs> anyway, we're talking about Star Wars right now. So, so we were just talking about as you walked away to go get your um your neck my breaker. big ass fucking metal that we yeah. were just talking about. Yeah, your, your cock breaker. Okay, shut, shut the fuck so, up. <laughs> we were talking about the the Jedi ghosts and all the different voices that we heard. Did you okay? So, so we, we went through and looked it up because I was I was on my nerves. Uh, so Justin and I did the same. We heard Kane and Jarus. Ezra was Ezra Bridger part nope, of it. No, Ezra, Ezra, was, Ezra not. was not. And we heard Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka. Uh, we Both heard Obi Wan's. Uh, Ewan and Ewan McGregor and original Alec Guinness what about um, uh, wait hold on who's the guy who did in Clone Wars it wasn't Ewan McGregor was it no I I don't know Uh, he wasn't in there though Okay. Um, we also heard Hayden Christensen. We heard, of course, Luke. And the most obvious one, Yoda. Yes. Uh, but Mace Windu was in there. Yeah, that's Qui-Gon right. was in there. Qui-Gon was Say in there. Say what again, motherfucker. And then I there were some weird ones. And I was like, wait a minute. I, I don't know if I... Um, there was what? Lu- Lumaria? She was from Clone Wars? Oh, Luminara and Dooley? Lumina- yeah, she was in there. Yeah, that, yeah, she shouldn't have been in that movie. But okay, you know, whatever she works. She was in there. Alea Sakura was in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was. Didn't uh, Ala Sakura get shot on Executive Order 66 in uh-huh. the, on the planet? I think so. I, I looked her up. Because I, uh, I didn't know who the hell she was. Wait, Luminara and Dooley, why wouldn't she have been in that? I don't know. She just seems like a side character. Like, why would she be in episode 9, you know? Well, I think because I they're think trying to tie it all back. They're, if they had a time I, limit, like we need a minimum of forty-five seconds. Well, what's another fucking Jedi? Oh, uh, how about that one? And like, well, the, I think that the reason they did that was like, hey, this isn't just the Jedi you know. This is every Jedi. She's the the encompassing the of it, right? She's and then there was one I didn't even know who she was. Adi, Adi Galia or something from Clone Wars. I was like, who the hell is that? Was that, that one of the twins that were Twi'lek, Justin? No, I don't. Uh, How do you spell Adi? A-D-I. Is there an apostrophe in there? No. But anyway, but, so I was just, I was really surprised. Um, all the different voices. I, I was very excited. Most especially when I heard Ahsoka. I about jumped out of my seat. Because she, I know Justin, she's. Oh, that one. You're, you know, she's yeah, she, one of uh, your favorites. Ahsoka's my yeah. favorite too. And I, I, I knew, I was waiting for it. And when I heard it, I was like, Ahsoka. And I think I blocked out everybody else's voice yeah. after that. We need to see it again. No, I was listening to it, and uh, and then Cameron's like, "Was that Ahsoka?" And I was like, "Oh shit, I missed it." I kept saying, "Is that Ahsoka? Is that Ahsoka?" Did you hear like, you "Shut back? the fuck up, Cameron! I'm trying I, to listen." I, I definitely heard uh, Ashley Eckstein's voice whenever I came back. Yeah, I like, you know Ahsoka. what Barrett said to me though. But the problem was it was like layered behind. 
It was layered behind, but you know what Barrett said, said as soon as we were out of there? I go, did you hear Ahsoka? And he's like, yeah, but you know what that means, Mom? And I go, what? And he goes, she's dead. I was like, shut the fuck up. You're right. Oh, no. Because oh, she's a Your horse seven-year-old son. My ten-year-old son. But yes. Same difference. Oh, when did but, she die? But that's she the thing. She dies of old age. Oh, that's no, what, that's what I'm thinking. So, so do we know, are they going, <laughs> didn't they have a, a talk about doing a series with um with her and, and uh, um, and, uh, um uh, oh, hell, come on. Oh, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. What's her name? Her? Yes. From Rebels. The Mandalorian. Oh. Oh, jeez. Hold on. I can't remember. Uh, but weren't they supposed to be doing some sort of series or mission to go find, find Ezra? Ezra? I, I don't know. I don't know if they were going to do that or not. But I know that they had talked about it. And I, I think that that would be a good place to go. I mean, if they're going to take a break from oh, movies and work on this Disney Plus platform, that would be a really interesting. She's become a really huge Sabine character. Wren. Sabine Wren. That's it. Sabine. Sabine. But yeah, but Barrett's got a good point. If she spoke in that, then she is no Guys, longer alive. I hate to break it to you, but if wait, does Rebels take place after Clone Wars, right? Yeah. Okay, because they're they're gonna finish up Clone Wars finally. Ahsoka could die in there, maybe. I don't no, know. Uh, Rebels was after. Yeah, okay, Rebels was after. that's so what Ahsoka I was. Ahsoka will not die in Clone Wars because uh, unless they. No, she won't Frozen die because carbonite. she came back to to for Rebels and and then she was alive at the end of Rebels in her white robes. You're right, yeah. you're right. Which well, turned to a gray. She was alive because uh, Ezra Darth saved Vader her. let her go. No, Ezra saved her. He pulled her out of the. Oh, that's right. right he before, pulled her through. Yeah, right that's right. Oh man, I gotta go back and watch that. That was a great yeah. show. God, that was such a good show. It was only four show. seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Baby Yoda, I know we talked about him earlier and his, like, healing powers. Did well, we, you notice how they tied Baby Yoda's healing powers on Wednesday's Mandalorian release in with the healing powers that Rey and Kylo Ren utilized within this movie? We've totally seen healing powers before Baby Yoda, though. I'm fairly certain in the series that we've seen. Well, we've heard talks about it. I don't, Obviously, Darth Plagueis the Wise healed himself while Palpatine yeah. was trying to murder him. That's why it was so hard to fucking kill that guy. And Palpatine was—that's how he lured Anakin to the dark side. Was the idea about, of uh, about, saving uh, his loved ones? Right, I know, but that, I'm just saying I don't think we've ever physically seen no. the skin rebind itself the way that Baby Not, Yoda did it in Mandalorian, and then we Star see Wars it again. Movie. Right, and then we see it again in the so movie. They, so it was pretty interesting to me how. They must have gotten together and had a little powwow about, hey, let's do this this way. And I think it was kind of a cool tie-in. I think, I think in. at that point, whenever Ray did that, me and, uh, me and Cameron looked at each other and was like, I guess that's a thing now. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what we did in Last Jedi when there was the Force projections. Yeah. So like, all right, I guess this is a new Force power. And uh, a lot of people are complaining that the Force, uh, force uh, they call it Force timing, <laughs> Yeah, is a lazy way to write. Oh, that's where I fucking heard it. It was the Darth Bane trilogy. I, I haven't read that a long time ago. Yeah, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now for the use of Force healing. It looks like it's predominantly Sith-powered, so I mean, this, this baby so, Yoda might be a Sith. Did you guys, I, so I'm a big fat nerd, and we know this. Yeah, I, we know we started looking up stuff like cameos that might have been in it. Do you remember the scene in the movie where they're going in to get C-3PO's brain, like to figure yeah, out, yeah, to get yeah, decode yeah, yeah. the Sith, and they took a long pause in the bartender. Do you know who the bartender was? Who was that? John yeah. Williams. Nuh-uh. Looked it up, it was John Williams. Uh, the one uh. with the robotic eye, it was yeah. John Williams. I noticed that they did that on purpose. and also They did looked- do it on purpose, and I was like, why, that's weird. They put a really long pause on it. And they also put it. a long pause on a fighter. 
It was the original Wedge Antilles. Was that? Yes. Okay. And looked it up. Because I looked at that and I was like, yeah. man, this is uh, this is an awkward I thought it, we I don't thought know. it kind of looked like... Um, it's got to be fan service. C-3PO. Um, the, yeah, yeah. It looked like Anthony it Daniels. It looked like Anthony Daniels. Yeah. And we're like, is that Anthony Daniels? But was then like, it wasn't. It was that? the original Wedge Antilles. Okay. Yep. You know what? Um, that uh, kind of sucks was the, uh, the death of... Uh, Oh, wax, uh, snap wax. Yes. Away. I was like, oh shit, he died. Oh yeah. fuck. Um, Babu Frick, the yeah, person who the, finished, uh, the voice of it. Yeah. That's the same person who played Moaning Myrtle in Harry Potter. Oh, that's funny. Moaning Myrtle. Yeah. She's the, the one in the, the bathroom. In the bathroom who loves Harry. Always, so I brought my wife to watch this and she was, and, uh, she's not a big Star Wars fan. I mean, yeah. I think she's maybe seen like a couple of the prequels, never watched any of the OG trilogy or anything. She won't sit down with me. But I brought okay. I brought her Kevin to watch Smith's it. wife doesn't like Star yeah. Wars either, so I brought her to watch it and she's like, This is a really good movie. It reminds me a lot of Harry Potter. And I was like, <laughs> You mean Harry Potter reminds you a lot of Star Wars? Because this is a fucking Star Wars movie to the core and Star Wars has been a lot a lot longer. So True. Um, true, true. Yeah, I just thought it was really interesting. Um, that John Williams ended up. I was like, because I did notice that too. I don't. Did you notice that too, Cameron? That long pause on the bartender while I was cleaning the glass, like making the face. At the camera. I did not notice that was fucking John. I was looking at. It the, was very long. I was like, oh, why are they? Yeah, doing it was this? Like why are they holding three, it so long? Four and, seconds. Yeah. Long. Of course, yeah. Warwick David made uh, Davis made a reappearance as Wicket. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yay, the Ewoks. Yeah, that was we, pretty, uh, and it was funny how they tied in the celebration to the when they did redid the thing and had the celebrations all over the cross. The and they had um, I guess the only two they showed was the Moon of Endor where the where the Ewoks were yeah. and Jakku because everybody's got to go back to Jakku, right? Yeah. 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 Um, now I'm really happy when they showed the Ewoks that they didn't make them blink, and I'll tell you why. It's because that was a 2011 special edition change. So they're like, let's just give them eyelids, cause fuck that, and they didn't blink. And I'm so happy about it. JJ I'm knows so glad me so well. They didn't start busting out in the song. Speaking of which, yeah, I know, right? The dancing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JJ, of course, we also know made an appearance as Dio, the Dio. droid with the cone head. I liked that droid. It was so cute. Have you have you played anybody Fallen Order? No, I don't have Fallen Order yet. Okay, so there's a the same model droid in Fallen Order. He's called Beatty, but uh, I believe no, he's not the same model. But he's got like a cone head. But he reminds me of him a lot. So, uh, yeah, that, I, I thought JJ a lot did of that a guy. great job infusing humor back into Star Wars because I don't think that the Last Jedi really had a lot of humor. I didn't think it was very funny. It was really mm-hmm. dark and well, I mean, and, but I, like I the whole like... Poe and Finn banter back and forth, like. Ray, I have to tell you something. And then, like, Finn's like, well, you can't tell me. You so, know, like, that whole... And he never tells her, by the way. That drives me bananas. I'll tell you what it was. Ray, I love you. The See, end. See, was it I don't, that? I think or was it, more... Ray, I, can, I think I have force powers. I think because... that's what it is. And I watched the movie intently on the second run of to, to see how many times do we get this feeling that Finn has force powers. And it was a fucking shit ton. It was a shit ton. He was like, uh, and you know what's funny? No, Ray. And like whenever she dies and we, you know, he's got this, yeah, like, he can he, feel it. He can feel like all this stuff. Leia, and then whenever too. he's talking to, uh, the general, uh, the, the, the girl that he meets on the, the moon. Oh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, we all lay down our blasters. And he was like, it was like a feeling, right? Yeah, it was a feeling you you had. It's yeah, force. and they agreed. With You're that. allowed to have a gut feeling without having the force. I mean, yeah, I yeah but no. I, so let me ask you a question: Has there really ever been? 
a person who isn't force sensitive that utilizes a lightsaber in any of the Yeah, movies. Han Solo versus the Tauntaun. <laughs> okay. The one of the best lightsaber battles of all time, hands down. Uh, in Clone Wars, there was a droid that held a lightsaber for like one second, um, and that's well, all. General I know. Grievous, he technically. Well, Grievous was yeah, he wasn't he wasn't force sensitive, and he no. had four lightsabers and still lost every lightsaber battle he encountered with Obi Wan. Um, right. And technically, Asajj Ventress, which was a very very visually spectating uh, Asajj lightsaber Ventress battle. Ventress wasn't force. No, Asajj Ventress was, but that lightsaber battle on Dathomir, I think, you remember in Clone Wars, where there were six fucking lightsabers at the same time? Oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. Whoa, oh, no. In Clone Wars, Asajj Ventress versus Grievous. It was very visually spectacular. There wasn't a whole, there wasn't a whole oh, lot of okay. emotion yeah, yeah, behind yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 but didn't yeah. you just rewatch all of Clone Wars? Yeah, that's why, that's why I was like literally directing it towards you, Justin. Yeah, You're he like, was looking dead at I don't fucking remember. It was like 200 episodes, man. I know, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but if there's one arc I want to go back and rewatch, as much as I hate it, Pankrell. Oh, dude, I named my uh, my my champ Pankrell. You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, he named his son uh, Lucas uh, because his. Oh no way! That's cool. His his mom is like, I'm not about Star Wars. He's like, Well, I kind of want to name him Star Wars name, but I won't tell her. How about <laughs> How about Luke? Yes, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so, so if you're I'm, listening, please I'm don't. Luke's father. So yes, that's true. Uh, no, uh, I am. Your I have father. a I have a helmet. If you want to borrow it, <laughs> it talks too. So uh, as far as the movie goes, that we're speaking about, what was your favorite part? I was just gonna ask that question. Mine was. Um, Ben's Han Solo vision. I bawled oh my, my eyes out. I bawled my eyes out. I cried like a baby. And I'm going to tell you why. I did not think that Harrison Ford was going to come back for this movie. I really did not. And you know what? And if if Carrie Fisher didn't die, maybe he wouldn't have. But that was the most shocking thing for me in that movie. And I love was that. seeing Han Solo. I we knew we JJ would see Carrie under- Fisher. We knew we would see Lando. We knew we would see Luke as a force ghost in some way, shape, or form. Of course, that point. was a given. Right. And Palpatine, duh. And we knew we'd see Chewie, and we knew we'd see Palpatine. And and so not knowing, there was not even an inkling. They did a phenomenal job of not letting anybody know that Harrison Ford was in this movie. And I lost my shit. Yeah, it was great. I cried. Like, it was just like sobbing, crying. For me, it was the climax of the film when Rey was fighting Palpatine and she used both Luke's and Leia's saber after Kylo died to fight against Palpatine's forest lightning. The whole climax of the fucking movie right then it was just tears streaming down the face. The whole Skywalker saga was going to fight against evil. Even his own descendant was trying to go ahead and finally get rid of him. And it was at that point that I realized, yes, this is just like what Return of the Jedi was to Star Wars as what is the Rey... Uh, uh, saga is to the Luke saga, which is, hey, we thought we destroyed the Empire, but he's back, and yeah. now we finally got rid of it. Right. And it was it was really relieving to finally see some closure on this, and I'm really happy about the way JJ did it. I really am. Yeah, it was a pretty spectacular scene, and like afterwards, when Palpatine like disintegrates behind him, everything blows up. The striping on the wall behind the throne after yeah, and the, the statue falls. Yeah, it was very it good was, symbolism. It was very beautiful imagery. And the rocks like destroy all yeah. his followers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they were like they were vague shadows. It's okay to kill them all. It was it was very visually stimulating. That yeah, he did a great that's job. Pretty cool. All right, Justin. Oh, my favorite part ties into my least favorite part. Okay. Which that. makes the least favorite part a little bit better. My favorite 
my most gut wrenching and one that had the feels about the most was Chewie's reaction to the death of Leia. Oh, I was just gonna bring that up. He did such a great fucking job encapsulating emotion in that yeah. scene. He Holy did. shit! I cried I, like a little bitch. Yeah. Two you know times. what's funny? I didn't. <laughs> I mean, that's I was, a daily I was for you. sad about Leia, but I didn't cry about her. I yes. think I cried last time about her because I knew she was actually dead in real life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this time, I was like, I expected the Leia. Well, that's the reason why Han was so impactful to me, I think, because I I, I didn't expect it. This is going to get a bit dark, but... But yeah, I agree. Chewie, crazy, crazy sad. I think... His heart broke. I think the reason for that is because I recently had a relative of mine pass away, and um, we were fully expecting her to pass away for years. So when it actually happened, I actually didn't feel too much because I was already expecting it. For, that's what mm -hmm. Parkinson's does for just years and years right. of just circling the drain. I think a similar thing is what happened with you. When you were already expecting Leia to die in eight and then she didn't, you were already remorseful because she actually did die before the, sh the, the, the release of the film. Right. So you were fully expecting two years later there's no fucking way she's going to live past this saga. Right. We've already, now we've seen technically two CG, three CG versions of Leia. Rogue One Leia. Right. We've seen the younger version of Leia in Skywalker and the Force Ghost version of her. The other ones were just reshots from Episode 7, if I'm not mistaken, that yeah, they brought into true. her. Because I was just flabbergasted, like, how is she hugging Rey? I don't understand this. What kind of technology do we have now <laughs> that we've gotten from Rogue One that was three fucking years ago to this shit? Well, and that speaks volumes to JJ because that whole training sequence evidently probably occurred, the majority of it, for Seven, and he didn't use it. The mm. hugging of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they were going through that whole thing. Speaking of training, Hello Leia was trained as a Jedi. That was fucking cool. What oh, yeah. the fuck? Her saber is dope. I need it in my life. Oh, speaking of dope sabers, can we talk about Ray's saber? Oh, oh my god, god, it was yellow like a Jedi yes, temple guard. Yes, it was yellow. Dude, speaking of fuck, I'm sorry, but Ray has the best sabers, even whenever she's on the dark side. That fucking that double cool saber, the dual hinge, and 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 that ended up not coming to fruition. That was in her brain. Yeah. that was her fighting herself. Well, that in was the similar thing we saw on Dagobah when Luke went into the cave yeah. to fight right. a different version of himself who fell to the dark side. And I love the symbolism. It was identical from what we saw in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. If you remember, when he was on the Death Star 2 about to fight his father in a lightsaber battle, you saw across his face half of it was a shade of blue and the other half was in the dark to symbolize his struggle between choosing between the light and the dark side. And when I saw this on Rey at least three different times in this fucking movie, I said to Justin, that's exactly what we saw in Return of the Jedi. She's fighting between her inner cause, which way she wants to go into light and dark. And then you literally see a struggle of light and dark in this film, fighting a Sith version of herself, who, by the way, is somehow hotter. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Extremely hot. I was super turned on by that red lightsaber, guys. Yes. So. Yeah, it was pretty hot. <laughs> How it unfolded and stuff. It was almost like Darth Maul's saber, but not. You know? Yeah, it was Darth Maul's saber, but it... Yeah. And the Inquisitor's saber, kind of, because he had that, remember the Inquisitor's saber? Uh, not the, the helicopter blades. The yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. But it was a dual red, and it, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was similar to that, too. Who sticks their sabers in, in between it and just busts them? That Inquisitor saber, that was shit, was I don't awesome. Remember. I think it might have been Ahsoka. It very well could have. Yeah, I think so. Pretty fucking awesome! Yeah. Ahsoka um, is my favorite female protagonist in the entire Star Wars saga. Yeah, she's pretty yeah, awesome. Easily. Easily. So I think that um, the whole, like, showing the um, Leia getting trained, like, or training, 
Ray, yeah. and making the incl- you know understanding that Luke. Speaking of young Luke and young Leia, the battling, CG Leia and Luke that looked good. That was I would watch that a fucking CG movie Luke about that. Was phenomenal, guys. It was all about the lighting. They made it deliberately dark yes. so they can get away with a lot more shit, and it looked fucking it looked great. Great, yeah, it, it looked really great. But not like fucking Battlefront or that something was like that. JJ's correct. To Leia Mary Poppinsing through space. I was just about to say that. That was that, JJ. That, that was JJ's yeah, that was JJ being like, hey, Ryan sorry, Johnson's sorry fans Mary that Poppins Ryan Johnson sucks. When they blew up hey, the Hey, now, bridge. it's fine now. The movie it fixed it. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> sorry that, uh, that, that Ryan Johnson but, sucks. But that that Carrie Poppins story. when flying Carrie through space. Poppins, yeah. that's okay. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so that was a big fix for that. He, and did, I, he fixed a lot of shit. I think that was really good and fix. I, I thought, too. I thought it was it, very noticeable. <laughs> I thought it was a, a a fucking stretch for her to be Palpatine's granddaughter. From what that uh, was, that took that. I would literally what, went what, in the what, theater. What guys Johnson did to her? What we've been talking about since <clears throat> Episode Seven came out, and I'm pretty sure we can go back in the old archives from years ago and see what our theories were for who the fuck Ray is. And Justin, I fairly remember you saying that she was a Force baby and then tying that between that and she was a direct descendant of both Obi-Wan and Luke, if I'm not mistaken. Possibly. That could I don't remember what I said. <gasps> Maybe I did say she was a Palpatine. Holy shit. And it could have been. What about, what about do, you, no do you remember idea. what your idea was? I have no idea. Okay. I, I do remember that she was, I said she was a Force baby. It was weird It could have been Zach who said she was a Palpatine. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was just strange to me, the behaviors that they, when she met, like, Leia and things like that. I think, wasn't that last movie? The strange behavior when she went, what? Like, with, okay, it was in Last Jedi. Like, the way that Luke and Leia looked at her. You know what? Luke's reaction to her making the rocks stand up and the... The, um, the ground crack when she was on Octo, that reaction he made, maybe that was, Fuck. maybe he realized did he she know? was Palpatine. Like what Yoda knew? Did he know well, too? Well, yeah, I think everybody knew. They just didn't tell her they to save her. Tell her. But, I, I, but the thing is, is, I think that he did a good job of like, how can we tie her in with family in this film? Because he was like, I mean, Brian Johnson was, was like... Uh, made made Kylo strike everything down that that could have been because it's like your your family's junkers, but then they come back around and be like, yeah, your family were junkers, but they chose to be because they were Palpatines and they were running from him. You know what I'm right. saying? And and he but, found that out. He didn't know that before. But I think that what it, what it is is just because you were like his his thing was just because you're born into something doesn't mean you have to be that something. No. And your family is who you choose it to be. Yeah. Which is why she chose to be a Skywalker is. at the end. Yeah. Um, now one thing and her and Poe and Finn they're her family when they came back and did that big group hug after it was all done they are her family now one thing that JJ also did help fix again was that I heard a lot of people have a fucking gripes of about how Rey is so powerful she had no formal training she just whip a lightsaber around somehow beat Kylo Ren and then all of a sudden I think this is you complaining she went into the cave on uh, on crate and just lifted you know, three metric tons of rocks with the force. And she's like, how could she do that? She's not force powerful. And now we find out, oh, by the way, she's literally the descendant of the most powerful Sith Lord on the planet or yeah. galaxy, whatever. Right. It was then that would explain fully how she was so goddamn fucking powerful. And that's, and that's probably her, like with a challenge. The challenge was an outside challenge. It was a challenge within. And it was amazing because that's the only thing. With the struggle of her lineage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the only struggle that she's ever had. And it was, it was done so well. Okay, elephant in the room, kissing Kylo Ren. 
How do you feel about <laughs> The Raylo ship has been concluded. Okay, so when it happened... And the passing of Kylo Ren, really, because that's all kind of yeah, the same. That was, it was they were right next to each other. It, it, it felt kind of like one of those weird points like what are you doing step bro you know like it was it was strange to begin with that was a weird way to put it um so uh, <laughs> it, they're not related are no. they no but they're <coughs> they might be <sighs> well see that's the thing that's like the thing. who's who's her mother? cousins who's your mother yeah well not only who's her mother and who, more importantly who, who was her parents who let her who? father was palpatine's son but who was he what poor woman let someone just shoot <laughs> Palpatine's coming to her. Oh my God! That's he, what I'm on. Oh, he's so unlimited. No, power. but like she, he was, But wait a minute. Before he was the all-knowing Emperor guy, the evil Sith Lord that took over the galaxy, he was the Senator of Naboo. He was just a regular dude. He very well could have been married. Didn't we at some point when we were back oh, on the moon shit. of Naboo, like during the Leia book or something, isn't there something about his wife? Like, he was married. I remember specifically in Darth Plagueis how he had long flowing red hair and he was a very good-looking young person. So so he, so he before he became this deformed Sith Lord, you know, Emperor Palpatine, he was a regular guy. Well, to everybody, everybody else around them. Yeah. Actually, he, no. No. Darth Plagueis <laughs> saw that he was so unbelievably force-powerful that he's able to not only conceal himself, but make no light of it without any formal training. And he was the only one who could ever see that, which is why he took him in as a Sith Lord. This is all legends, guys, so don't take it, take it with a grain of salt. But Non-canon. Um, <laughs> Non-canon. So he was so powerful from birth, but no one knew because he concealed it automatically. But remember what he looked like in, in the prequels? Yeah, I know you hate the prequels. Yeah, I remember. He was just a regular-looking dude. Yeah. yeah. Right? So he, he had a life outside of what they may have shown us, a wife. He could have had children. Do you see what I'm saying? Like before he became the deformed, demented Sith Lord, it could have happened. It does and, lead and to more a pathway that some consider to be unnatural. Which, by the way, that that scene, that that quote was like, you know, that meme with the the two guys going like the handshakes. Yeah. It was the prequels and sequel fans just coming together at that one thing. And it, and there's so many plot holes you can fix with that too. It's like, how'd you do this, Palpatine? The dark way to the path is something unnatural. And the like flex tape on the hole kind of thing. You flex know? tape. <laughs> 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 um, let me ask you guys. So I went looking for a, the Wayfinder. You know, they have the Wayfinder with the map that they were looking for so mm -hmm. she could get to Exegol. Yeah. So I was like, when I looked at it, I was like, that kind of reminds me of a Sith holocron. Is yeah. it a Sith holocron? That's so I, I looked it up. It is not. Yeah, that's why I was like, what the a fuck? A Sith holocron has the like history. This? Yeah, like that. The Sith holocron has history in it. Like, it's yeah. got, like, their, like... Their well, this is how you teach the ancient ways of the Sith. Correct. But the Wayfinder, all it is, basically, is, like, a little map. It but does they look, look the same. It, they do look like triangular. But I didn't know. I didn't... That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, I know. I my bud went to Galaxy's Edge, and he brought that for me for my birthday present. Oh, from That's Galaxy's Edge? Awesome. Guys, This we, is from we should, Disney! Ah! We should take a we should take a road trip down there. Yeah. What do you say, huh? I want to go to the one in California. Let's, that's where I want to go. I got I got free flights. Let's fucking do this shit. How do you get for? Uh, I work in an airline, dummy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I work in an airline. 
Give me a free flight down to Orlando. So let me ask you this. Um, what, besides, you know, the ones we've already talked about, was there any other moments that made you, like, cheer out loud or, like, made that were shocking to you during the movie? Like, just maybe even little things. Yeah, when everyone came together to fight against Palpatine's evil army. When they all got to Exegol? That giant... That lo- where there were more ships on the scene than out, like than outer space. You Did know, it you just completely filled the void. one of the ships that was in that group of ships? Oh, no. What was the ship? So was it was I'm, the ghost. The oh, ghost really? was there. The ghost was there? The ghost was there. Well, I did not see it. it. Ben saw it. But that's what I asked Ben. I said, who was it? Was it Hera? Yeah. Is Hera still alive? And he goes, no, it could have been her son. Guys, this ghost Oh, rebels. yeah, they had a son. It could have been. It could have been her son. Fill me uh, in, guys. Is Ghost Rebels? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Ghost is Rebels. God dang it. Cameron, you got to watch Rebels. Shut the you fuck up. watch Rebels? <laughs> I, I'm working on it. You, uh, you, he'll love that, that whole thing with... Um, with Ezra in that plane where he pulled when he pulls Ahsoka out from fighting Vader, oh, yeah. he would love that. It's it's so it, oh you'll oh, love yeah, it. It's so great. You gotta watch it, guys. I love it. All right. What about Lando? What about the Lando reveal? Oh, we didn't even talk about Lando Calrissian. Whoa, so okay, Lando. so like the the first Lando reveal was uh was. I don't know. I, I felt like, hey, I knew this this dude was fucking lame. Well, because he did the same thing in Return of the Jedi in Jabba's Palace. Yep, yeah. with the helmet. But, <laughs> he but likes my, his helmets. My favorite part of Lando was when Poe was on his knees uh, talking to Leia. And it's like, how did you guys do this? Like, you know, he came up behind yeah, her. Yeah, that was You're pretty You're like, dope. oh, shit. Was Lando's dope. back. That's pretty Yes. Uh, but, you know, he's like, give her, tell her to give her my love. And tell so you should do it yourself. General. Didn't he do that? And or no? I don't know if he came back and told her, but he came back. And then that's that was uh, amazing to see him back with the, the fleet. It was cool. We did favorite scene. What about Lee's favorite scene? I know yours kind of tied into Leia, right? Yeah, mine was uh, the death the of death Leia. Of Leia. Um, just because she looked like a plastic corpse whenever she was lying down. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it until I saw Chewie. Right. I didn't feel anything. I was like, oh, well, Leia, this is how Leia dies. Um, kind of like the way I felt. Yeah, so I totally get that. And then I saw Chewie, and I was like, <laughs> Chewie! Chewie, he's lost I everyone. Know. He really has. He's lost Han. He, he lost really Luke. We almost thought we lost him. Yeah, oh, for the love of Jehovah. I was about to fucking lose it if I lost Chewie, too, man. I mean, I was that kind was of expecting it. That was a shocking moment for me, too. Like, that, I was like, oh, no, Chewie! And, then, and that's another part where I was like, fuck out of here, Ray. You can't carry a. The force lightning. What the fuck, dude? And then she's like, like, "Oh shit, force lightning!" Yes, I know. When I saw that, I was thinking to myself, "Oh, I know the Jedi can actually make a facsimile of force lightning." This is more legends, but I didn't think of her as a fucking Sith Lord until they're like, "By the way, you're a Palpatine." I was like, "Oh fuck." That whole scene in Last Jedi where she goes into the deep black hole underneath yeah. Octo and how it was calling to her and that scared the shit out of Luke, JJ made that make sense. Was because JJ, she was Palpatine. Because yeah. she was from Sith, all the Sith. All the Sith made her. Guys, does this movie... Do you forgive Ryan? No, I don't forgive Ryan. Why not? Why? Because... One, one, one <sighs> She's so reason, angry right now. One fucking big reason... Is there, and I, me and you've talked about this, uh, whenever we watched uh, Rise of the Skywalker, there was no pause. You ready? I'm not really necessarily well, mad at Ryan Johnson. crap? It was a continuation of a story, right? Under, because it's know. like movie one with these two, and then movie two with the third. Do you want to so, know who I'm really mad at? It's Kathleen Kennedy. 
They should have never let J.J. not make that second movie. Yeah, I know. He should have made every single one of those three. Period. But... He would have been able to tell the whole story that he wanted to tell, and it would have been phenomenal. Yeah. I really do think that it would have been phenomenal. And fuck Canto Bite, really. Yeah. And how, how, how <laughs> many times have we stopped in this and talked about expanded universe stuff? In this episode? In this episode. At least three times, mostly by me. Well, yeah. and not we even just that, about, though. We've also talked about Rebels. We've talked about Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Well, yeah, Those things talked, weren't in we, the original group. We talked about all that because, guess what? There are breaks in between movies. We're not going to get that in between 7 and 8. And that's fucking horseshit. We do not have that opportunity to get stories told to us in the future about what happened between 7 and 8 because it starts right where it begins. And no Star Wars film has ever fucking done that besides Rogue One. Well, yeah, Rogue One is right. Star Wars. So what, but, what's, Rogue what's One the, but Rogue One is kind of in the EU. You know what it's I'm saying? Kind of it, it was literally a film. It's no longer considered Expanded Universe. They make a fucking movie about well, it. I, it's, it's not part of the original uh Trilogy. I don't know if it's is that the or Tesseract. Not. I don't is, know. Is, I was moving it away. Is the holocron screwing with the, the holocron screwing. electronics? It's possible. It'd be really cool if it did. But we were able to get Rogue One because there was a break between three and four. Do you want to know what my least favorite part was? What? Hux as a spy. Are you fucking kidding me? I just wanted to kill him off. That was my so part was, lame. My was pride blowing him away. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Yes. It was. That was pretty awesome. But it was still, it was so lame. It was like. You're the spy, really? I, I guess. And like the looks on the faces of Finn and Poe, and they're like, really? Yeah. Really? One like, person I really wanted to see make agree. a reappearance that we didn't, or at least not to my knowledge, was Phasma, who I thought was going to be like the Kenny oh, of Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, where they just come back every bastards. time. Hey, J.J. Abrams That's was the executive producer of Last Jedi. Yeah, they probably just threw his name on there. He was an executive producer. Producer, he probably didn't producer, have a lot you could do that. Executive producing—that's a different thing. Yeah, I don't think he had much polls to no. the story. No. All right, <sighs> Kathleen Kennedy was a producer. I think they just threw her name on there. Kathleen Kennedy yeah. runs the show. Kathleen Kennedy was almost fired. <laughs> yeah. After Solo, yeah, I know. I heard. <laughs> All right, guys. Which solo wasn't bad. So, so oh, Angel, what's sure. what's your least favorite part of the movie? It was Hux. It was Hux. It was Hux. Hux the Hux reveal that. He is the spy. I mean, screw you, Hux. It was definitely like You're a... Uh, I mean, I understand why to a point. Like, okay, yeah, you and... But I was like, that's the most petty-ass bullshit I've ever heard in my life. I'm going to take and try and get Kylo Ren. Because I'm a big fucking pussy. Really? What a big baby ass. Oh, I don't like it was that. definitely like... It was like Kylo's freaking watered down. Yeah, he's like, he like picks a, on me, so I'm going to get him back. I fucking... That, that's, what the fuck? That's one thing that I loved when in Rebels was like when Agent Collis was like, "I'm the spy. I'm I'm fucking uh, right." Um, they could have done that a whole lot fulcrum. differently. Yeah. 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 You're shooting me the leg. <laughs> but then you're the shooting me the arm, like, so they Ew. know they don't know that I, <laughs> I let you go. Loser. I think Miley's favorite. I didn't. I, I liked the the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. So this is really like kind of right. just yeah, petty at this point yeah. to pick it, um, but. <sighs> Fucking at the beginning of the movie. Um, hold on, I, I, I totally lost my train of thought trying to see if uh, if Ryan had any introduction to this. <sighs> I I really did like the movie very much, yeah, and it'd be it'd, it'd be petty for me at this point to say, hey, this is my least favorite part of the film because never at any point did I think, okay, maybe at the beginning when Kylo was like, we literally see JJ undoing what Ryan Johnson did by taking his mask and then literally soldering it back together to bring back what J.J. was going to do to the saga. 
that right. was like a visual interpretation was, of JJ just undoing what Ryan did with the smashing of the mask. And that, yeah. that's, like, that's like the only thing you could fucking pick. His mask looked substantially cooler, though. So yeah, it's I not can. like I can't say it was that much worse. It's a shitty answer, but that's like my least favorite, quote unquote, part of the movie. You know what, though? I have to say, like, he had to do something for the for, for all of us who hated a lot of the things that happened in Last Jedi. JJ almost had to do something significant like that, so intentional like that, saying, "Hey guys, check uh, it out. Hey guys, yes. Look at this. I'm your friend now. Trust so me. I'm sorry, I'm back. He's like, I took the red, r- blood red, underneath the salting crate and just put it in his helmet. You know, like <laughs> I don't know. I just think that it. I, I don't know. I agree. I th- I think it's really hard to say something that's it, anything was specifically awful. You know what's strange? John uh, Williams has never seen a Star Wars film. Huh. Never. He's written the music for it, and he just works for the next one. Doesn't he and now he's literally in a Star Wars film. He can't say he's never seen one if he's literally taken part in one. Yeah, right? Harry Potter. Sure. Has he ever seen Harry Potter? No, he's never seen a movie he's produced, I don't think. That might be that's something I read online, so it might be bullshit. But well, now, I mean, maybe... M- well, maybe now that he's almost 90, he should, like, hey, maybe I'll watch yeah, one yeah, of the greatest movies I'll, ever made. Well, considering the fact that he's in it this time. Yeah, you know, like, I'll have to see it in theaters, and I'll show my great-great-great-grandchildren it, you know? Right. I don't know. I think I went through all of my notes. I don't think I had any notes left. Yeah, I'm glad you took notes because this is one of the few times I didn't because I was really debating, hey, if this movie's not that great, we just won't do an episode on it. And then I saw it. I was like, holy fuck. I I, I fucking loved it. I came over here to to go to the movie with, with Cameron and Cameron was like in the dumps. He was like, I don't know if I want to watch this fucking movie. It's like, dude, we're going to watch Star Wars, bro. It was Let's a bad day. I love go. you, Justin. You're Let's such a hype. Let's go, hype. dude. Awesome. And I he's love like, it. And, and like on the drive there, he's like, I'm feeling it. I'm a little giddy. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, you were just the hype man. I absolutely contested hype. that. I was, I was having a, a case of the blues, and, uh, and Justin, in tandem with Star Wars, really fucking picked me up out of that I one. I, had, I had a little bit of anxiety. We were at the theater waiting for Ben to show up, and... Barrett decided he wanted to go to the bathroom, and so I'm waiting for Ben. I had his ticket. We were already in there. We'd gotten our popcorn, and we couldn't get to our seats because we were wait. I was waiting. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. And it was like just driving me nuts. I just want to get in there and sit down. Oh, we were sitting. Sit we were sitting there waiting to fucking order a drink the, the, for like fucking thirty the, minutes. I when what I started. What theater did you guys go to? AMC. AMC. Which one? Eight. Uh, the or one nine, down the road from where uh, I am right now that I won't disclose on this podcast. Oh, the one that's Olive. over here on Olive? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, just tell them the name. Okay, cool. <laughs> there's, there's more than one on Olive. Thank you very it's the, much. It's the other one, not the one right there. There's more than one. Yeah. Oh, the big dog. Yeah, so yeah. what's funny is that when I wanted to become a bartender, which I did, which was great, I started applying for jobs, and every single fucking bartending location is like, you need at least two years' experience, which is really hard to do if you're trying, trying to, become to become one. one. Yeah. So even AMC was like, you need two years' experience. And when we went there, she was the slowest bartender of all time. We sat there for 20 minutes trying to get Star Wars themed tequila and vodka based drinks which I'm sure I can make much better as you remember Justin in our little uh, marathons yes, we've had yes. um, but she like she it was it was one of some of the worst service I've ever seen it was it, it took like 20 minutes for us to like she even noticed us I'm like oh the title call's happening better so we were going there in the yeah, first place I, I, he went to the bathroom I, was, I texted him I was like we're gonna miss a crawl dude and I was like alright let's just go yeah. we, don't, we don't need alcohol <laughs> to enjoy Star go. Wars yeah yeah. we went over to the market <laughs> over the prequels. in St. Charles uh, <laughs> they redid the outside of that one it looks really nice I what was that? The, where the 
the old uh, Werenberg, the Marcus 18. Oh, yeah. I love they that one. They redid the outside. Have you seen it? Yeah, I used to go there all the time. Well, they repainted it. It's yeah, black the, and red it now. Doesn't look, really it doesn't look it doesn't like look a garish like, purple and yellow Yeah, the it doesn't look Werenberg. like a really bad carnival ride. Wow. Now it actually <laughs> looks like a theater. It has to look classier. <laughs> it's the exact same end result. Um, anyway, let's do what we always do and give this a rating out of 10. Bum, I want Cameron to give his rating first. Eight. Ooh. Yeah, gonna, it's high. I'm gonna give a tentative rating because I, I, I want to watch it a few more times to give. <laughs> no, we need one. to let's give a. Solid. Well, I'm gonna do an eight point seven. I get a calculator out. Fuck you, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why? When I have it on my phone. All right, and for you, Angel. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine. Ooh, wow, these are really high. So and yeah. I'm gonna tell you why. I, I, and, uh, there's, there's, because this was the conclusion. He brought everybody back, and I'm sorry, but that Han Solo, that that was it. That was it for me. Well, yeah. not not only did he finish the saga, but he kind of tied the entire to, universe together in one fucking movie. Yeah, the whole and, yeah, universe. I, one of the biggest complaints that I had heard was that he bounced around too much. But guess what? It got it done. Yeah. And it touched on everything. And someone who maybe was a fan of Clone Wars, or maybe was a fan of Rebels, or maybe liked the old canon stuff, he touched everything. Yeah, there was something there for every Star Wars fan. Exactly. And which was great, because I, I don't know, man. It, was, it and felt like a Star Wars movie, and I was so happy. Actually, that's wrong. There is one type of Star Wars fan that this did not reach. And that's the ones who are literally just now starting, and that's the first movie they see. Because they're not going to get anything that's fucking going on. But that doesn't matter. That's fine. This is for the entire saga, and this isn't meant to be like, oh, did you just skip to the end of the chapter of the book, and now you didn't get it? That's your right. fucking fault. Right, it's like reading you know? the last page of the book to find out what happened. No, it's yeah. like people well, fucking complaining. jumped right in, and she was like, this is a good movie. I like it. There you go. <laughs> but like, see, it had, it had emotion. It had action. Yeah. It had comedy. It had great special effects. It had, it had all the, all the pieces comedy. of a good movie i think a, a really good question An entertaining movie uh, a really good question for us especially because uh this is nearly the same score we gave endgame at an 8.5 guys is did you think endgame was better than rise of skywalker no no no, no. really no endgame was good yeah, endgame was but this good. this was better i i actually think endgame was better than this movie no man this is uh this was there was too many emotions in this. I think we were uh, invested. In game, in game. I was I was so uh, invested in in game for the past ten what ten, ten <laughs> decade years, ten years. This is good. Um, this expands that. I was, this is I was, forty years of Star Wars. Well, not, forty-seven. Not, well, I'm not forty years old, but this. No, is, I know, but I'm just is, saying this is twenty-three years for me. You right, know? that's your whole life. Yeah. This no, is, he's much older than twenty-three. Are I'm, you? I'm thirty. But Aww, I saw. Baby I'm twenty-five, and I'm I'm a baby compared to him. <laughs> I, I saw, you know, I saw uh, I saw Star Wars whenever I was seven, and this was twenty. What you saw that back in ninety-seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whenever they re-released them, my father brought me. It was awesome. Yeah. Each month. Was it awesome though? Yeah. Was it, was. it the job of the HUD? Yeah. Was yeah. The job of the if, if if he didn't remake those films and put them in theater, and my father didn't bring me. Guess what? You would have saw them later and saw a better version. That's what would have happened. Probably would not be as big of a Star Wars fan as I am right now. That's very true. Mm. You know, it was really funny. I never really understood. Uh, ben was. He's kind of a quiet nerd. He doesn't really talk about his his fandom until I start talking about something. And I did not realize he said that when he was a kid, he had the VHS versions of the star the original trilogy uh, the ones that the original ones before they went and made all the alterations to it you mean like this yeah i have that one at home too <laughs> um 
Yep. Yep, just like that, actually. 95 tapes. And let me tell you a little story. He said that he wore those out. Yeah. It's, it gets really easy to. No, it's funny. He, because he watched them so many times. And I was like, I didn't really realize that he was that big into it yeah. until he told me that. When when, uh, he, saw, he cried. Now, I'm going to tell you, he probably wouldn't admit it, but I looked over at him and he was wiping his eyes during Rise of Skywalker. Well, I watched it the second time. My wife came over and was like, wiped off a tear off my eye whenever she was fucking going nuts. I was like, stop, babe. You're making me cry more. <laughs> Guys, the, the masculinity is overflowing. I don't know if I can handle this. Uh, what's funny is uh, if you watch the original... Can I make the sound? Yeah. Uh, the original uh, Star Wars, and they call it A New Hope at, at this point. Um, if you remember, all VHS tapes before this point were in 4.3, not 16.9 that we know today, the resolution. And uh, if there's one scene in Tatooine, it shows them saying, oh, sand people. And all you see is like, oh, they, they, they must be with their banthas or whatever. And they're looking through the binoculars. And you remember that scene? Yeah, uh, I remember but that scene. in 4.3, you cannot see those sand people. So for like decades, people were watching this movie like, where the fuck are these fucking sand people? And then we later see in the 04 special editions, oh, that's where they are. There was just a different resolution that wasn't in theaters. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Anyway. Yeah, that's, just that's, one more little. Well, we, we brought up we brought up the whole box set of the the VHS tapes. You know, might as well bring up. I know, I've got my idiosyncrasies of it too. I'm I actually have fucking a show VHS. and tell right now. I'm bringing all this shit out. He is. <laughs> I don't know. I might have to say that the book of the Sith was my favorite reveal. Uh, oh my god, that I, that, that book is great. If you want to borrow it, like the by all means, man. It's, the holocron. That holocron. Yeah. I got that. The same guy who gave me the, the, the holocron that I just brought out earlier, the little baby one, he gave me the big one the year prior. He's one of my regulars at the bar, and, man, he, he's, he's a great guy. I actually bought him a lightsaber for his birthday, so it kind of evens out. Uh, okay. but, oh, okay. Uh, oh, one of those really cool ones like Yeah, the have. Ultra Sabers uh, one. I have so many fucking lightsabers, guys. So, yeah, so Leia's saber is pretty dope. They need to make, uh, they it need looked to make a lot that. like Luke's, right? Did, did, did Ray construct a saber from her staff? It kind of looked like it, didn't it? Did it look like a wooden hilt? Like, no, it was blue. No, it was like dark, dark, like, it was dark like your staff. Like. It was like dark blue, and it had looked like it had, like, duct tape on it. <laughs> it looked pretty janky in my opinion. Well, I love how it had a little, uh, the little uh, spikes coming yeah, out of the top of the hilt. Yeah. It, kind of like a, a, a door that popped yeah. open when it, it did that. It was, oh, fuck, it was really good. I, I was, uh, and that's, that's, so, um, that's cool, too, because not only do we get the break between, uh, Eight and seven, or eight and uh, nine, which is necessary. Where we can get uh, some more, you know, some more stories. stories from. But we also get a break from the end to Ray putting the lightsabers into the ground. Yeah, so we, what maybe ha- we, we can didn't get talk a about story that. of of Ray going to Ilum. Of Ilum, Ilum? Oh, yeah. to get her that. That's to right get to get her, her, her kyber crystal, crystal. Which, by the way, guys. Um, as you know, with the light frequency spectrum, if you combine two colors against what most painters would tell you, you'll find a mid frequency. So if you combine um, blue and uh, yellow, you'll get green. It's a mid frequency between. That makes sense with painting. Right. If you combine yellow and red, you get orange. That's a right. mid frequency. That makes sense with painting. Blue, if you combine red, uh, yeah, purple. If, if you combine blue and red, you get the no. You don't get purple. You get a mid frequency, which is yellow. Would that make sense for her to have a mid-frequency between red and blue as the two opposing sides to her to be something close into the middle, equatable to a gray as a final standpoint, like what Luke wanted her to become and what Luke became in Last Jedi? I, I think she's more of uh, the... Uh, a guardian? A guardian. Yeah, that would make a lot more sense. It'd be uh, cooler. She's definitely a guardian. Maybe that's why it's yellow? Yeah. Instead of, like, because isn't Ahsoka gray? 
Yeah. So that her, her sabers her. ended up being white. Well, we read how she made the sabers. We did the Ahsoka novel, right? right? exactly. Did, did the Kybers just choose her, or did she just find some from different sabers? She found some, but she... she didn't I forget. She find did it? she go to Ilum? Because in Clone Wars, she totally did go to Ilum for the younglings. Yeah. And she lost those sabers. Hmm. Oh, the ones that the she made, ones? the green and the yellow one? Yeah, well, she left them, didn't she? No, she destroyed them. One of them she, had to, she left behind because... Um, it was Rex's grave, remember? That's right. That's right. Because yeah. and if she would have went and taken it, they would have known she was alive. So guys, if you want to have another episode to dig into, we did the whole Ahsoka book, I think, too, a couple of years back or whatever. So yeah. just scroll down, you'll find it. I promise. <laughs> oh gosh, you guys, I loved that book. Actually, my brother-in-law was said he wanted to start reading Star Wars books, and I think the first one I'm going to give him is Leia. That's a good one. Holy shit, that was a good. Fun that was book. a great book because I think that that book right there. If we wouldn't have read that book before Last Jedi, we wouldn't have tied Holdo in. And I think that that book would help explain some of Last Jedi with, with Admiral Holdo and no, things like that. What it doesn't explain is how Phasma was such a little bit of a bitch whenever we read the Phasma <laughs> novel. And there was a deleted scene in Last Jedi where they, tie, they, they tied it into it. And they just d- deleted it because it wasn't a, a, a tone setting or appropriate or something. As when Finn was fighting uh, Phasma on the the Renegade, what was Snoke's ship called? Uh, oh, his Star Destroyer. The, the giant whatever, sixty yeah. kilometer long Star Destroyer. Um, and he, he, Finn essentially told her, like, you ran away from your home family and all your planets for what? To save yourself. And now look how we got you. And then he murdered her. But, like, they cut that scene out, which would have tied in beautifully to the Phasma novel we That's also true. read. And also, I think uh, Finn having uh, some kind of force sensitivity explains why he was able to take down Phasma. Oh, shit, dog. I, uh, <laughs> someone's a little hungry. <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't think about that. That's, yeah. a, that's a good way to interpret it. I got to go back and watch the whole trilogy now. I'm least honestly. I'm least excited to watch Force Awakens as much as you may disagree with that because it's just the it was a direct clone of A New Hope and uh, not really. Like if you go back and watch it now, knowing some of the things that we know, it's not. See, that's why I want to go back and rewatch it because I want to have it because we watched it before. That's that's how the best fucking movies are made. They give you a new perspective on something you didn't previously know. You're like, oh shit, this is way better. We watched Force Awakens Monday. We watched Last Jedi Thursday night, and then we went and saw. Rise of Skywalker Friday night, so we had kind of it was kind of like boom 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 within that same week we watched all three of them so it kind of was interesting how they all tied together. You know what we did not touch on? Snoke's origin, what which was f- just like was oh, he's a clone. Fuck you. All right, the yeah, end. Yeah, he's so, a puppet. Yeah, he was a puppet. Like, well, what's funny is that in uh, feudal Japan the emperor was a puppet. And now we have a flip-flopping in the Star Wars universe of the Emperor, the one being truly behind the scenes, paying no attention to the man behind the curtain. That's right. While the person whom we thought to be the ruler was actually just the puppet. Yeah. Who's to say he was even a real-life thing? Maybe he was just a thing that Palpatine was kind of putting himself through. Yeah, I'm not really quite sure. Um, It was interesting. I don't know if they'll ever be able to expand on that so we can kind of understand his... Oh, or yeah. just leave it as it was like he was a clone and too fucking bad. I forgot to mention this. Well, too. it was better than Ryan Johnson saying, "Oh, it doesn't matter. He's too fucking bad. You don't get to know where he's from." We right, at least we got some of, yeah, origin of. Something. He's just a thing. Don't pay no attention to him. You know. Yeah. What are you gonna say? You know, uh, you know how I'm a big fan of getting other stories besides the big, you know. Yeah, the little side stories of Tandis. How about getting a story of Luke Skywalker and Lando? 
Searching for that freaking uh, oh, uh, wayfinder. The, the, uh, oh my gosh, that the, is a perfect dagger. setup for looking for the, the wayfinder. Yeah, Finding and, the dagger and going yeah. after the... And what happens if they bring uh, oh boy from the beginning, uh, from, uh, ep- from uh, um, episode 7. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the boy from episode 7. The, the guy, the guy uh, at the very beginning that uh, Poe runs into to get the info for uh, Skywalker. What, what um, the old guy. The old oh, the one that got executed by Phasma and Finn. Oh Shoot. shit! I yeah, forgot about him. Yeah, 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 what yeah. About, what about if he? I think because you know if he had that info. Well, did they crash on Jakku or was it Tatooine? What planet? What desert planet did they go looking for the Wayfinder on? They went uh, to the. Where did, where did was it Jakku? It was. It was, it was Jakku. Because if it was Jakku, that would make sense that the old man just wandered off into the hunt. I wonder if the old man was there to watch over and maybe kind of be the relaying contact point back to whoever about Ray. Maybe yeah. he was there kind of maybe watching kind over of like Ray. Kind, was, yeah, kind of like with the Luke. Yeah, with Luke. Then that would be a very direct tie-in to the original. Yeah. Look, I think the main thing that we're getting out of this is that there's going to be a lot of rewatchability to this saga now yeah. because of Rise of Skywalker, and it's going to feel a lot more like an original story and something close to the, the significance we had with the original trilogy. And I think that's what we all wanted in the first place. It's something, because we weren't go, knowing into this in 2015, when we all got super hardcore into this, is that we weren't expecting the, 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 the purity and the, um, the, 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 the perfection of the original trilogy to a degree in this saga. But we were expecting something way better than the prequels because we were hoping for that. And I think that's exactly what we got. I, I do think the, going back and rewatching the prequels, they aren't as bad as you... If you look at it from the aspect of those movies were made for kids... And and the I'm dead serious. I like, know, I know, they're kids movies, but they're shitty kids movies. Well, yeah, I mean, but are they? I yeah. mean, I've seen worse. I know I have, but like, it's a Star Wars film. The, God the damn thing it! Is, is, uh, yeah, they might be made for kids, but what do kids care about politics for? So that's a good the point. whole intro that's to a good the point. Phantom Menace. The most boring thing is like, oh, there's been a blockade in the Trade Federation. Like, what fucking kid wants to read that? Yeah. You know, by kids you mean, oh, we had the comic <coughs> relief. The marketing was made for kids. The marketing was, of course, the merchandising the was. Merchandising that's how it always is. The the the, the 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 we always had the comic relief of R two and three PO throughout yeah. the entire original trilogy, and then Lucas. Come episode one was like that's not good enough. What if we had something even more outrageous and outlandish that eventually everyone would hate? And the person who was responsible behind being the character of it almost attempted suicide as a result of how much backlash he got from it. The Star Wars fan base has been incredibly toxic throughout the years, and I think this is a good way for this to reunite it. And sure, you may disagree with us. You may say, "Hey, I didn't think it was a great movie," um, but I don't care. I think I think right. this. Was- <laughs> I don't care either. <laughs> you can it was an access to the saga and the next time that we do a star wars marathon i think it's going to be four five six seven eight nine i think that's a great way to do it yeah and stay off the internet if you love this movie oh if you don't want it spoiled or you don't want people no, being like no if if you want if man i i, I just googled rise of skywalker i had to fucking shut down google i was like jesus <laughs> christ first article on there was like top 20 worst scenes in rise of the skywalker the fuck you, dude! <laughs> I can't even think fuck of one. You. I'm gonna kick you in the throat. <laughs> right. Um, I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> Roundhouse kick to throat. What are you gonna kick a toddler in the throat? There. Ugh, I just gotta. Uh, <laughs> Steven Seagal. Who was that stand-up comedian? Uh, Tom, Tom Segura. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, we got eight point five. 
out of, out of 10 here on Escape Podcast, that's about 1.5 higher than what everyone else is saying I need to be. So we are a bit biased being the, the hardcore Star Wars fans we are. But I think I was a just uh, um, opinion this of, movie of how we thought about this movie. This movie was made for hardcore Star Wars fans. Just that's like That's what this movie was made for. J.J. just personified so for, what we all wanted. I think this, made, exactly this movie right. was made for everyone. And he did a fucking great job doing it. It was. But it was very much for us hardcore Star Wars fans. The, it, the was, time it was in, a man. love letter to us, the basically. tying it was just like Force Awakens, but I think this is done a lot better now that the further events have unfolded. Yeah, I think the significance and the the, the great metaphor of tying this in is Chewbacca is getting finally a medal. That's yes. what we've all wanted since since the first fucking movie, and now it, we finally got it. That resolution has now been concluded along with this film. Yep, I all enjoyed right. it. Thanks, guys. We appreciated. Uh, being able to talk about it, yeah. I I'm really glad we got to talk about it. I was I'm like, so please, fucking podcast. And there's so, and there's so much more to talk about too. You know, eventually, I'm well, sure we'll think about it. Maybe revisit it. So, two. so I guess yeah. the next thing that they're going to be doing is, I mean, Mandalorian finishes up next week, and then they're going to be talking about rebooting the Clone Wars. Clone Wars is coming back. Yeah, baby. I don't know when. Back. What's up with the with the Obi Wan thing? What's going on there? I That's don't know. supposed to be. I think it's going to be I think a they show. Sh- I think they shut it down. No. 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 You're saying no, like I hope not, or no, no you're wrong. They didn't. They didn't. He's okay, in good. It. It's in. Like, you win's totally doing it, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. Duh. D. It was D23 came out and said it. Yeah, they said it at D23. Like, They're yeah, not going to renege on that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm just out of the loop. I'm glad. I'm. I, I think it's going to be awesome. I was glad to hear that he was back. Like, yeah, he, me too. I'm glad he wanted it. He wanted to come back. I can't wait for Matt Lantern to come back. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm really excited about I that. I'm so excited. <laughs> Does he look anything like the the character we know him as? Do we know what he actually looks like? I don't know what he looks like, but I know what his voice mm-hmm. sounds like. And That's all I need to know. He wasn't in Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is he in it? Is he in it? Is my Anakin in it? No, he's not. Aww. All right, well, signing off, I'm Cameron Haug. I'm Justin Lindsay. And I'm Angel Mertens. Have a good night, guys. May the force be with you. Always. And also with you. All right. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs>